I was asked a question last week through DM on Instagram. And this person asked, how can I build a system to where I can trust myself to actually complete something? And at first, you know, I thought it was kind of superficial. So I responded and I responded with questions. I always, I don't just always respond with, with, with an answer because obviously everybody's uh, a unique individual and situations are unique and, and, you know, it's not, it's not a one answer for, it's not a universal answer for, for these type of questions. And as in, and as the conversation and the questions, you know, and the answers went back and forth, it was obvious that this person felt down on themselves because in their mind, they hadn't been able to see a commitment through. And throughout this conversation, right, it was also obvious that they were a person that other people went to for advice and opinions and help. And that made them feel bad because they couldn't keep certain commitments for themselves, yet they were keeping commitments for other people. And that's, that's a difficult thing to swallow, right? Because there does come a point where you take inventory on yourself and you question, why haven't I gotten to where I want to get to, but yet I can complete all these commitments and follow through with all these commitments for somebody else. John C. Maxwell says, when you make a commitment, you create hope. When you keep a commitment, you create trust. So the making a commitment, you've pretty much said, like, that, that's where I'm going. Like, I hope I get to the end of this. And obviously, following these steps and putting in the work, I'm going to get there. And when you keep it, you've built that trust because you've kept your word. And, you know, perfect example right now, we're on the tail end of the Fearless 60, which is a 60-day challenge that I did for, for my coaching group and, and friends and family. And there was a lot of people that started it, but not that many people that are going to finish it. And throughout that, right, there's many reasons and variables that have come up and why people haven't been able to do it. But at the end of the day, every individual person that is not going to finish it, like, is the reason or the excuse or the variable that came up, is it true? Or was it true or heavy enough to where they couldn't keep going? I don't know. They'll have to answer that themselves. And that's where this type of feeling comes in. Right, because you nobody knows you better than yourself. And if there have been times in the past where you haven't followed through with something, you're the only one that knows if that reason you gave was a good enough reason for you not to continue. And I'm gonna tell you this: there is no, I guess, heavier feeling of disappointment than the one that you can have with yourself because you know that you should have kept going. And that the reason you gave wasn't a good enough reason. And only you know that. Right? So with this 60-day challenge, you know, we're, we're, we're about, I think we're 12 days from finishing. You know, the people that started it and are at day 48 now and, and continuing, there's a sense of trust that they've built with themselves. That, guess what? I can commit to something. And actually follow through. Now, is it difficult? Yes, it's very difficult. I'm right there with you. But it can be done. So every day when you follow through and you keep a commitment that you've done for yourself, you feel better. And not only do you feel better, but you build that trust. And slowly but surely, that trust keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what makes you 
gain the momentum. That's what makes you keep that motivation going because you've knocked out these things little by little. But I can tell you right now, and we've all been there, when we've committed to something and we have that hope and we, we have everything ready, like we're ready to go, we, you know, if, if it's a, a running challenge, you know, we went out and bought our brand new shoes, our running outfit, and we're ready to go. But the moment we fail, we lose trust in ourselves. And if it was an, a commitment that, you com- that you've made with somebody else, whatever reason you gave them, maybe it was the truth and maybe it wasn't. And the only person that you're hurting at that point is yourself. Why? Because that other person takes whatever excuse you gave them and they believe it. They have no reason not to. And they move on. But for you, there's something that stays inside you and it eats away at you, right? Little by little, especially if it's a common occurrence that you make the commitments, but you don't follow through. So getting back to the original question, right? After we went through this whole dialogue trying to find out, the main reason, well, for this question, first of all, was they were pretty much wondering, how can I build smaller commitments so I can build trust in myself? At the end of the day, I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel confident with myself. And it really just starts off with the basics. And the basics are just, you know, even just your daily stuff. Not only obviously following through with it, but just taking inventory on it. Take inventory on everything that you're doing for yourself and highlight it. I don't care how small it is. Because when you're struggling with that type of trust with yourself, you need to highlight every single action and commitment that you're following through for yourself. Right? So if you said you were going to wake up at 5 o'clock and you did, highlight it, celebrate it, and then move on to the next. So on and so forth. Right? One thing I will say is... When you set up these commitments for yourself or these goals, make sure they're reasonable and make sure they're reasonable in a few different ways. One, make sure they actually fit with your schedule, right? Make sure they actually, and and the second thing, and which is sometimes the most important is make sure they fit what you want it to be or what you want to do. Don't just do it because somebody else is doing it. Somebody else is doing it. And I've gotten that a, a bunch of times too, right? People ask, hey, what's your schedule? What time do you wake up? What time do you do this? What time do you work out? Trying to mirror it. And believe me, I was there at one point years ago, right? Like I'd, I'd, I'd ask whoever I looked up to and try to mimic their schedule. And it never worked because we had different goals. We were in different parts of our life at that point, right? So if I wake up at five o'clock, I don't expect you to wake up at 5 because 5 o'clock might not work for you. Just like if you wake up at 5, I might be fine waking up at 7 because that works for me. And you find your schedule and you find kind of your momentum yourself, right? you got to play around with different and, and, and experiment. You know, if it's a waking up thing, if it's what time do I work out, what time do I read, all that. It's, it's different for everybody. And it's very, very, it has to be a flexible environment. As you're trying, as you're experimenting, trying to nail down what that's going to be. But the big mistake you can make is trying to mimic someone else, right? Especially for this situation. If you're struggling to commit and keep those commitments to yourself, 
because that's where the trust needs to begin. Right? So make these small commitments, keep them, highlight them, celebrate them, and then move on and build that momentum. I don't care how small it is. Don't forget today's a new day, which is a perfect day for a new beginning.